At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. DC City Cast on a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous Tuesday uh, in the nation's capital. DC City Cast presented by our good friends at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Download that app right now, betrivers.com. Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN as we get you set for another night of Nationals baseball. They surprised, surprised us a little bit last night. And it went over the total of eight runs. 5-4 final. Nationals get the victory. Because I took the under eight runs. Thought Josiah Gray would have a good night. He did have a great night. Struck out 10. Just still has the knack to give up some long balls. As uh, they got enough runs to go over the total. 5-4. to four. So 0 for 1 last night. We'll preview tonight's game against the Cubbies. Who are just almost as dreadful as the uh, Washington Nationals. We've got to look, see at that new uh, shortstop, C.J. Abrams, part of that Juan Soto trade. So maybe things are starting to look up for the Nationals. Do they dare win two in a row? <laughs> we'll discuss that coming up shortly. Commanders, looks like they're going to be benching one of their running backs, Antonio Gibson. Man, to come into camp thinking you're the number one or 1A guy, and now you are been demoted to third string and working on the punt coverage team. So we'll have some commanders chatter ahead of their Kansas City preseason game, which is allegedly the dress rehearsal game on Saturday against the Chiefs in Kansas City. Early line at Bed River Sportsbook, I think the Chiefs minus three and a half or something. Let me just verify that so I'm not just throwing stuff against the wall and telling you that's what the uh, 
the spread is because that's what it was yesterday. Um, yeah, Chiefs minus three and a half, total 42 and a half as the totals continue to go up in the preseason. Lots of scoring going on in the preseason. Hey, get ready to kick off fall and football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Join Bet Rivers on Wednesday, August 17th for Win Total Wednesday. That's this Wednesday. Players who wait, place a wager on any NFL or NCAA football team's season win totals gets a free $10 Bet Rivers bet. So head on over to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app all season long for the latest odds. And unique promotions. Bet Rivers is your go-to sports book this fall. It's a whole new game presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. So, Commanders and the Chiefs this Saturday, 4 o'clock. And like I said, Chiefs minus 3.5. Uh, 42 and a half is the total. If you like the Chiefs money line, they're minus 182. Commanders plus 148. Uh, news and notes from today's practice, as I just teased it out. Antonio Gibson, who was fighting for a number one spot to be the RB1 for the Washington Commanders, is now doing punt team stuff and is basically on the third team when it comes to uh, running plays etc 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 so he's gotten pretty much demoted with one drop of the football now i get he had issues with fumbling the ball last year and it's just not a great look in a preseason game to go down and go down soft and meek with a fumble it was right before his knee went down but still here nor there you should never fumble footballs like that so In a second, third, fourth chance uh, system, like the commanders certainly have, uh, dude is out of of chances, and that that hurts for him. But this is what I wanted to mention yesterday that I forgot to mention. But this is probably why there is a zero-tolerance policy for stuff like this for running back. When you got a guy behind him, albeit he's just a rookie, but this Robinson guy out of... Alabama, I know, one game, but he looks like a menace. Brian Robinson Jr. Looked poised, looked like a pro, right? Again, I know it was just a preseason, but touchdown run, able to move piles. Looks like he can be a very, very good NFL running back. And I I understand. I'm really projecting here. But so far, he looks pretty darn good. And maybe that's why they're like, all right, Antonio, you you get a few chances. Maybe just one chance because when you fumble, ah, we like what we see in Robinson Jr. So we're going to demote you for now. Because you got a guy like Robinson who physical, downhill, runs inside, runs outside, moves the pile. All of the boxes are checked. He ran for 26 yards, six carries, and he also had two catches for 15 yards. He is reliable from that one game that we saw. (laughs) But he was a first-team All-SEC'er at Alabama. We remember him well from 
those Crimson Tide games, <clears throat> it's that translation. And this is where these scouts make the money. Like, this guy will translate well in our system. Still to be determined, but again, this is just why it's easy to say, hey, Antonio Gibson, you got to earn your stripes back because we got other guys like Robinson who are pushing you for the number one spot or the number two spot or whatever. Competition is good. Competition is excellent. So in their second preseason game, when it appears that the starters, and we'll see who starts a running back against Kansas City, but this is where Robinson gets another chance to shine. Gibson can hold on to the football. J.D. McKissick can come in there and do some good things as well. They're competing for a job. Nothing is given. That's what you love to see, especially with a team that has so much to prove in the Washington Commanders. I've railed and 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 railed on on this podcast about why teams specifically locally, and it's because we're near it and we're on top of it, that we just notice a lot of these mediocre franchises that we have in town seem to be okay with it at times. And I would hope with these commanders, with this new nickname, new logo, new colors, you name it, new players, new quarterback, that they're not going to accept mediocrity anymore moving forward. Even with all the issues, even with all the off-field stuff, even with the marketing, a disaster, even with the fight song, a disaster, even with their talking about who do you want to have as a, as a, um, a mascot. You want to have a dog? You want to have an animal? You want to have a hog? A superhero? What do you want? Even that can't distract the team from doing what they've got to do to be an actual an actual player in the game. To actually scare your opponents. To actually be a factor in this league. To wake up every morning hungry saying, I want to prove everybody wrong. Be angry about being average. Don't accept it. But far too often we see that, and far too often we're happy with it. And I would love to see that mindset changed for the 2022 commanders, right? And it's just another step on Saturday at Kansas City. Now, who knows how much... Patrick Mahomes is going to play. I assume he would go a full half, too, maybe. I don't know. I mean, they know what they've got in him, so maybe not, right? Commanders, certainly with a new quarterback, they want to get him as many reps as possible. Apparently today in practice, McLaurin had a nice catch from Wentz. That's going to be another thing to look out for this year, that that combo. And can Dotson be that nice uh, piece, secondary piece as a wide receiver? The other issue, though, they have is tight end. Like, they don't have any tight ends, man. Like, they need some tight ends. Maybe they'll pick up a veteran tight end. I don't know. I'm sure they've got their free agent lists of guys out there that can play tight end. But they don't have any right now. They're, they're throwing rookies into the fire. Um, but that is going to be their bread and butter this year. Corn, maybe Robinson Jr. out of the backfield, McKissick. And what we did see in the preseason game against Carolina, which will we, which we will see a ton, is those quick dumps, little Mark Brunel type dumps <laughs> from Wentz to his scat backs and try to create something on their own, and then try to hit that deep ball. 
They've got some options on offense, right? They do. They do. It's just can they stay within themselves, play smart football? That's that's just a big question. The big question mark that looms over this team as we get closer to the start of the regular season. But we'll uh, we'll give out a winner probably Friday. We'll we'll pick out what's going to happen in the preseason game uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs. We still have some time to uh, figure out how much these starters are going to play, how much Kansas City's char- starters are going to play, et cetera, et cetera, and we can give out a pick on Wednesday. <laughs> All right, straight at DC City cast the Nationals in the one win column. Can they dare? Do they dare make it two straight tonight against the Chicago Cubs? We'll discuss that. And the Wizards tomorrow will find out their NBA schedule. The release of the NBA schedule is tomorrow. We know about the Christmas Day games. Uh, Wizards aren't playing on Christmas. I think the last time they played on Christmas was, what, seven, six years ago, something like that. Uh, So the NBA is releasing their schedule as well. And when that happens, my friends, we can start diving into the NBA and the Wizards and Training cam is just around the corner. Plenty to discuss next. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanrahan from Vison. Kickoff football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and back your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 888 532 3500. Download, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Took an L last night. I took the under eight runs in the matchup between Josiah Gray and the Nationals and Stroman and the Cubbies. Josiah Gray was really good, though. Striking out 10. Striking out 10. Something on my computer. I hate that on your computer that it just automatically starts. Stop it. Just don't do that. I'm sure there's a thing to do that. I, I'm just too lazy to, to set it up. The autoplay or whatever. Like, I don't want it. I just don't want it. So, Nelson Cruz hits a tie-breaking solo homer in the eighth. Nationals win 5-4. to four. Cruz also hit a two-run double in the fifth. It was 4-4. Baseball doesn't end in ties, so I knew I had a loser at that point. Cruz, uh, ninth homer of the season, but it just his first since June 25th, and Look, when you're signing an aging slugger, it's going to go fast. And for Nelson Cruz, it sort of went fast this year. Um, sort of you know, was the end here. Wasn't traded away at the trade deadline. Nobody in contention was like, yeah, we need we need a 41-year-old uh, slugger. He's starting to hit better. He's 9 of 25 over his last uh, eight games. This is probably his last year in the majors, right? Uh, the relief pitchers did their job, Edwards and Finnegan. Cy Gray, though, was fantastic. Just allowed three runs, five hits. He did his job. Didn't get the win, though. Walked two, struck it out, struck it out, striking out 10. Just great. Um, but, yeah, if you had the under like me, you're like, yugger, yugger, yugger. 
Cubby scoring two in the first, man. And we talked about this yesterday. Slow starts for Josiah Gray. He's done this many times, and then he settles down. Gave up just a run in the uh, two runs in the first, and then just a run in the fifth. Nat scored four in the fifth, and at four to three, I'm thinking just hold on for dear life for three innings. <laughs> but then the Cubbies tied it up at four four in the top of the seventh. And then in the bottom half of the eighth, it was uh, Nelson Cruz going deep. Um, and there's your victory for the Nationals. Now 39 and 78, 19 and 42. Cubbies 47 and 67, 23 and 33 away. So for the most part, it played true to what we thought in our gut would happen. Josiah Gray was good, but they just allowed one too many runs, and we took the L. But we're back at it tonight because those two teams play at 7 o'clock. At Bed River Sportsbook, the Nationals again. Value play at plus 145. Cubbies, minus 175. Run line, Cubs, minus 1.5, plus 102. Nationals, plus 1.5, minus 121. Total runs tonight, 8.5. Now, each of the Cubs' last seven night games against NL East opponents have gone over. The total runs line. The underdogs have won each of the Cubs' last four games. That would be the Nationals. Let's take a look at tonight's pitching matchup. And there's our guy. Oh, he's back. And I found it funny that Patrick Corbin missed the start last week and then when they talked to Davey Martinez and Nat Skipper about how does Corbin look. Oh, he looked great. Looked great in his uh, his uh, work from the mound. Looked fantastic. Are we going to bet on Patrick Corbin tonight? He's 4-16, 7.02 ERA. He's opposed by Justin Steele, who's 4-7, a 3.63 ERA. He struck out 106. He's a left-hander, so two lefties going at it tonight. And... Nationals at plus 145. It's not as, you know, I thought I would think the Cubs would be minus, you know, be two to one territory with Patrick Corbin starting, but they're only only minus 175 tonight. So can the Nats muster and get a little winning streak going, or are we going to bet against Patrick Corbin? Here is my thinking on this one. I can't, and I won't. I will not. Bet on Patrick Corbin tonight. Just can't do it. And here's the other thing. Just like Josiah Gray, even though he settled down, got off to a rough start, giving up two runs in the first last night. If Patrick Corbin gives up any runs in the first inning, you know it's going to be a long night. Hey, if he puts the Cubbies down in order, then maybe they got a shot. Because what, two out of the three starts, two out of his three Two out of his last three starts for Patrick Corbin, he's been knocked out of the first inning. It had never happened before to him in his life, in his career, in his major league career. And then two out of the last three starts, he gets chased out of the first inning. Can't even get out of the first inning. So that is going to be uh, early appointment watching if you take the uh, take the Nats. You, you just got to get out of the first inning, bro. But with that said, I'm not betting on Patrick Corbin. I'm betting against him. I'll take the Cubbies tonight, even though it's a little hefty. 
minus 175. I'll take that hit, and I'll take the Cubs tonight against the uh, Washington Nationals. A lot of reasons to this. One of the big reasons, Corbin. Number two, Nats are such roller coaster team that they're not going to – can they put together back-to-back victories? Odds are no, and that's why I'm leaning towards taking the Chicago Cubs. Not leading. I am taking the Cubbies tonight. should be a great evening. Weather's not going to be a factor, but Patrick Corbin is a factor. So we're betting against the Nationals tonight. Sadly, hate to say it, but we're taking the Chicago Cubs – Bet River Sportsbook at minus 175. And not to rail on Corbin, not to crush the guy, but he's here for two more years. He's not going anywhere. It's like we got we to keep putting him out there. It's all we got, even though he may get run up, rung up, may get just absolutely smashed. But we got to put them out there because our options are very thin. And I didn't see much of C.J. Abrams last night. I saw he went hitless, but he had some good plays in the field. This is the future of their uh, shortstop position. This is the guy they want to hold down the fort until he's a free agent and he'll go somewhere else for a lot of money. (laughs) Oh, God. So that's tonight at 7 o'clock. And again, I'm taking the uh, Chicago Cubs. And by the way, as I'm scrolling Twitter right now, looks like Coach Ron had a lengthy post-game talk with his team. Even one beat writer tweeted, an animated Ron Rivera to players after practice. Normally, players don't take knees like this. So it's a picture of like, hey, get on your knees, gentlemen. Remember those days? Specifically, like after baseball. On a knee. (laughs) Bringing back back some of those memories. By the way, Ron Rivera says, Antonio Gibson worked with the ones, twos, and threes, as well as special teams. Brian Robinson did the same. Rivera says they want all the running backs in use. So that's good. Running back by committee. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I want to see if he says anything about the uh, lengthy discussion. Because <clears throat> everybody's tweeting about the lengthy post-practice talk. I hope it's like what I talked about earlier. Not being satisfied with being mediocre. Right? Ron seems pretty animated after practice. Hmm. Wonder what that's all about. So that's your update on the uh, Washington Commanders post-practice on a Tuesday. And now I'm starting to get that, like, Jesus, training camp is taking forever. Let's just play some actual games, man. Can we do that, please? We still got, like... Almost a month left before an actual game. (laughs) Hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. The uh, Wizards, their schedule is going to be released tomorrow. Uh, The league is not going to have a game on election Tuesday, I guess, November 8th. The uh, league says they want people to get out and vote. I guess they think there's such... NBA fans that they would 
forget or rather watch an NBA game than go vote. <laughs> something called like other times during the day you can go vote. There's something called mail-in ballots, which is what I'm doing these days. By the way, it's the best way to go. I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but back in the days, do you remember like you had to set aside that time to go stand in a line depending on your precinct? The last time I voted in person, I think was 2016. And then from there on, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I'm doing the mail-in ballot or absentee ballot or whatever. I'm not, I'm not lazy. I'm just saying I don't want to have to create a two-hour window to stand in line somewhere. And it's just so much easier. So, I mean, good for the NBA. They want people to be able to go vote, do their thing. I'm just saying, like, I don't think in the heart of hearts people are saying to themselves, mm, vote or watch an NBA game. <laughs> NBA or vote. I don't know what to do. So anyway, so the Wizards will get their uh, word out of their 82-game schedule. Training camp starts next month. The Wizards, just like the Commanders, are in prove-us-wrong mode. And I still don't think they are that angry about being sorry. And when I mean sorry, like back in the days, we'd say, you're sorry. Like, man, you sorry. You're not good. Can you please be better and do whatever it takes to be better? I'm not trying to be a motivational speaker on this podcast. I'm just trying to share with you the frustration that I think a lot of fans have. What seems like the Wizards. Where they are not nearly good enough to be highlighted in any national form. They're not going to be on many national TV games. We'll find that out tomorrow. They're not on Christmas Day. They've already put out the Christmas Day games. There are like 10 teams playing on Christmas Day. Wizards are not even going to be in the conversation about being put on Christmas Day. Because they don't have the star power and they're just not a very good basketball team. Can they be a good basketball team? I think they can. I think they really could be pretty pretty decent next year. When I say pretty decent, I'm saying, you know, 40 to 45 wins. Again, mediocre, but for the Wizards, that would be a step in the right direction. Haven't won 50 games since 1979 or something like that. Still amazing, still incredible if you think about it. That's 45 was it 44 years or something? Whatever. You get you get my idea. I was five years old when they won 50 games. And I'm almost 50 years old. I mean, put that into perspective. I mean, take that for data. That's amazing. So when our schedule comes out tomorrow, I'm curious to see if they get, if any, national TV games. Now, I know during the regular season, if they are doing better, they can switch games and create some marquee matchups uh, or if there's, you know, two teams that they didn't think were going to be doing that well and now they are, they can make it a national TV game and swap things out. I understand that. But from the initial league overall feeling about teams is what we're going to see tomorrow. Like Memphis is going to be on national TV all the time. <laughs> Lakers all the time. Celtics all the time. Heat will be on there a lot. Depending on what they're doing with the Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant. Oh, by the way, tweeted out yesterday he's not retiring. Did you see that report? 
Somebody floated that Durant would rather retire than play for the Nets. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. And we're getting to the point where, did you see that story that it said that Ben Simmons during the playoffs on the Brooklyn Nets group text or the team text Somebody texted Ben Simmons before game three. Remember, there was that rumor that he was going to try to come back and play in the postseason. And somebody texted Ben Simmons, hey, and this was in the group chat. Hey, Ben, are you, are you going to play tomorrow or play in game three? And instead of replying, he just left the group chat. <laughs> that was their story. Now, people have come out and said that that wasn't accurate or wasn't correct. But the fact that that's a story, is that a story? Do we care if a player left a group chat when asked if he was going to play? Is that something that should be put out there if you're a a writer or a reporter? I I don't know. I, I, I guess it shows the dysfunction or I guess it shows Ben Simmons' lack of communication or the way that he handles things. But because there are so many ways to get out information these days and to add that little nugget, then it becomes a bigger story than it probably is. But I got off topic here. Oh, yeah, Brooklyn will be on national TV a lot. Still with Kyrie Irving. he's He still moves the needle, right, with his talent. The Knicks, a few times just because it's New York. Golden State, number one with a bullet. Obviously defending champions. Still some of the best players in the game with Curry and Thompson, et cetera, et cetera. And then you have your lower tier teams like the Wizards, Orlando Magic, Charlotte. Are they the Bobcats? Uh, San Antonio. Greg Popovich still there. So you see the hierarchy in the league and you'll see it from the way they put out this schedule tomorrow. Like who's on national TV? Who's on maybe NBA TV every once in a while? Who's on ESPN? Who's on TNT? I don't even know if they have to put any of the lower tier teams on a national stage, if at all. No, I don't think they have to. I don't think the Wizards were on a national TV game a year ago. Like after Westbrook left. Not saying that Westbrook was the biggest uh, attraction, but it, it made the Wizards a little more interesting and entertaining. And they were not on national TV last year to the best of my knowledge. Maybe they got a game moved into a national TV spotlight, but for the most part, at the start of the year, nothing. And I expect the same thing tomorrow. So I may be wrong, but I doubt there's any love for the Wizards. And if you're going to use something to get you motivated, not that it has in the past, but maybe you can feel a little disrespected after the release yesterday and use that as a little fire. I hope so. Bradley Beal, Chris Porzingis, Kyle Kuzma, Corey Kispert, Denny Avdia, Rui Hachimura, Monty Morris, Will Barton. Those are the guys that you have to be paying attention a little bit to expectations. It's like before every season, they come out with who to watch, players to watch, expectations, predictions, and the Wizards aren't going to get zero love this year. How do they respond? How do they accept it? Do they go on social media and say, you know, we need to get a little more respect? And we all know 
how to get more respect, right? We all know how to do it. It's not that hard. You just got to go win some games. Get better, right? By the way, to close out, I'm going to circle back to what we talked about with Antonio Gibson and Ron Rivera with the Commanders saying there's always been a competition on this team. We talked about it. We love it. Always will be. We want to be able to use all of our players, Coach Ron saying. He says uh, on how much the starters will play against the Chiefs, TBD to be determined. But some players will be on a pitch count. He mentioned Chase Ruye specifically. Um, the uh, OC Scott Turner also talked today, and he said uh, he's going to be calling plays from the sideline this year. He'll be able to speak directly to the players, which is huge. Feels like you're more and more part of the game, not up in the press box. Turner says camp is going very well. Our guys have been getting better and better each day. He says, Carson has been outstanding. Well, that's good to hear. Of course, that's what you're going to hear from your coach. But um, all is good right now in commander's land. All is good. And they better have a hog as a mascot. Have that, that hog with the, like the commander's hat on with a cigar, like a little four-star general hog. <laughs> That'll be cool. I, I can get behind that. Just don't have a superhero or a dog with a cape. Come on, man. Let's do it right. Let's finally do something right, Commanders. Please. Please. All right. Thanks for checking us out here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. We'll be back on Thursday. We'll have some uh, reaction to the Wizards' season. I'm telling you, no national TV games. What do you think? I'm saying Ofer for the Wizards. Tonight we're taking the Cubs minus 175 at Bet River Sportsbook. I just don't think the Nats can win two straight. And I can't bet on Patrick Corbin. I just can't do it. Can't do it. The total is eight and a half, which is sort of we're sort of teasing you to take the over because it's Patrick Corbin and dude just gives up a lot of runs. That terrifies me a little bit to take the over eight and a half because maybe he'll just find a groove and be awesome. But I'm gonna stay away from the total because it's it 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 yeah, it got me yesterday. Singed me like a little cigarette burn, got me good. Can't shake it. Gotta let it let it uh cool off for a few days. So I'm gonna stay away from the total. I will take the cubbies tonight at Bed River Sportsbook at minus 175. Appreciate you checking us out. Follow us along at Bet Rivers at Visa Live at J Frank Hanrahan on social media. I'm also gonna jump on with Danny Burke, host of the uh, Chicago City Cast on his show, Rush Hour on VEASAN tonight at 6 o'clock Eastern. We're going to chat some Commanders and uh, Carson Wentz, etc. We will chat on Thursday. Again, I appreciate you. It's been the DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from VEASAN. See ya.